0: Welcome to the Empowered Feminine Podcast. I'm your host, Kira Foy, mother, author, nutritionist, and women's health expert. I've designed this podcast to help you discover strategies to tame your hormonal chaos, balance stress, and become unstoppable. We'll explore all the things holistic health, success, mindset, motherhood, and creating rock-solid boundaries. Each week, I'll inspire you to level up. Not by always doing more, but by being unapologetically you and stepping into your feminine power. As women, we can't always do, force, and push our way through life. That approach always leads to burnout. Join me on my mission to help high achievers like you do less, feel more, and become unstoppable. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Empowered Feminine Podcast. I am your host, Kira Foy. Today, I want to highlight my three favorite household items and go over a whole bunch of the things that I use them for. So this is really going to blow your mind. I think in natural health, the key is prevention, right? I want to prevent somebody from getting so sick that They, you know, need an antibiotic. I want to prevent my kids, you know, um, skinned knee from getting infected. I want to prevent myself from having to, you know, use, um, some kind of over the counter drug. And in order to do that, I use a bunch of different, very inexpensive items in my home. So I am going to talk to you about three of those number one is tea tree oil number two is apple cider vinegar and number three is coconut oil these three items are so incredibly useful they're fairly inexpensive and they help to keep us very healthy um, in our house it is totally my secret to remaining um, healthy and, you know, staying away from having to, you know, go to the drugstore for um, so many expensive products that are actually oftentimes not as effective as, as doing it naturally. So the first one, tea tree oil is something that I use. If you know, my children ever have a cut, if they, you know, skin their knee, if they cut their finger, if they had like an ingrown toenail, anything that might get affected or anything that is in pain. So tea tree oil actually does help to reduce pain. Um, it does sting a little bit when you put it on, but you know, my kids got used to that really easy when they were, uh, you know, toddlers. Um, because it only stings for a minute, and then it feels so much better, and it actually really speeds up healing and prevents infection. In fact, tea tree oil is so useful and so strong um, at killing bacteria that it can even kill staph bacteria, which many antibiotics have a hard time killing staph because it has become resistant to the antibiotic due to our overuse of them in our food system, but also, our consumption. So, um, tea tree oil is amazing for that. Um, in my book, I actually talk about when my daughter had a horrible um, gash on her ankle and she required 11 stitches, and how we, you know, prevented infection and sped up the healing process with tea tree oil and Epsom salt soaks. So, the other thing that tea tree oil is great for for all of you women out there is yeast infections. How many of you have had reoccurring yeast infections? I know that I once had a client who had yeast infections throughout her pregnancy, And she didn't let me know because she just kind of assumed that there wasn't anything I could do about it. Um, she had been, you know, going to her doctor and continuing to take antifungal after antifungal. Um, you know, the ovules that you get at say like, you know, the drugstore. Um, but it just kept coming back. Nothing was working for her. So finally it was like the eighth month of her pregnancy and she actually mentioned it to me and I was like, Oh, I have something that you can, you know, you can treat that for with. Um, and so all I had her do was an Epsom salt bath and tea tree oil. And just doing that once or twice was enough to completely get rid of her yeast infections. Of course, that's not necessarily treating the root cause. The other thing that we had to do was you know uh probiotics making sure she wasn't actually taking in a lot of you know processed or uh foods that are high in sugar that can throw off that delicate bacterial balance um in your in- um, in your vagina, right? In your vagina. Um, so anyway, so that is another reason, another place where you can use tea tree oil. So as you can see, I've already mentioned two spots where I'm like tea tree oil and Epsom salt. So that is the bonus I've just given it away, and I'll touch on it a little bit at the end. But you'll see a lot of the ways that I use these things. Um, you know, it might be an essential oil, but then I'm also using another. Um, you know. Product product to either a deliver it like another type of carrier oil or something like Epsom salts where you can actually get into a bath. So tea tree oil is also really effective at getting rid of pimples. So you just want to be careful. You don't overuse it. I have been (laughs) definitely guilty of doing this more than once. I have to admit is that I don't typically get um, any blemishes on my face. And when I do, I tend to focus on it way too much. I'm sure I'm not the only one out there. But in any case, um, you want to make sure that you properly moisturize your face. I usually use um, like a rosehip oil or something on my face. And then I will just put a tiny little dab of tea tree oil on a blemish or on a pimple if I think something's going to come up there. And oftentimes that's enough just just to prevent it. Um, You just want to be careful if it's anything like if you have cystic acne and so it's really deep and underneath the skin, then just treating it with uh the tea tree oil is not necessarily going to get like way under there right you can try a little bit but if you do too much you're just going to dry out and make that skin um really red so i don't recommend doing that but for your average you know little pimple or any kind of blemish on your face um, a little bit of tea tree oil is amazing you can water it down Um, you can even do i've had clients do. uh, So witch hazel um, and then add a little bit of tea tree oil and have it as like a toner if you're really, really prone to acne skin. So um, in any case, that is another reason that I always have some tea tree oil with me. My daughter's, I'm like, surprisingly enough, Only once have they come home with lice. So, my eldest daughter has very, very thick, very long hair. Um, But it was actually my little one that ended up bringing or her classroom had an outbreak of lice. And so, you know, we checked her. Sure enough, she had it and my eldest had it. Um, Lucky for me, my eldest was actually at her dad's that night and he had to spend three hours going through her hair with a fine tooth comb, obviously the little lice comb. Um, It didn't take us nearly as long to go over my little one's hair because she has more fine and curly hair. So it was actually a lot easier. But in any case, what we used to get rid of it was not a lot of these toxic products that are often sold to get rid of lice, but instead we use tea tree oil and coconut oil. So the coconut oil, um, you know, really helps to suffocate the lice and then the tea tree oil also helps to obviously kill them. Um, and the coconut oil also helps to be able to go through, you know, each, um, strand of hair and be able to, um, easily pull the eggs off of the hair, right? So that is what we use with a proper metal life lice brush in order to get rid of that one case of lice that we had. And of course we did all the other things like, you know, wash and clean all the pillowcases and take all the stuffed animals and, you know, put them in the uh, dryer and all that kind of stuff. But we only ever had to treat her hair once and that was it, it was gone. Same with my eldest, even though she had crazy, crazy, thick, thick hair. Okay. I did the same thing for myself. Um, I don't actually think I had it, but I did the same thing for myself. The great thing about that is that a we're not using any toxic chemicals and B coconut oil is actually great for your hair. I have naturally curly hair that can tend to get frizzy and can dry out. And so coconut oil is actually something that I treat it with probably once or twice a month, and it really helps to smooth it, to protect it, to hydrate it, and to reduce frizz, okay? Um, Another place for tea tree oil is anytime you have a rash. Rashes are the worst, right? So um, they are so hard to figure out what's going on. Is it, you know, is it your Um, is it your clothing is something that you washed, like your detergent that's causing a rash. Sometimes it's really, really hard to find out, but you know, if you find that it could be you were, you know, out in a hike and maybe you got some poison ivy and you have a rash from that, or you have um, a stress rash. I've had that oftentimes. My skin can be very, very sensitive and I can get a rash from being stressed. Um, another thing is, you know, if you get busy as a mom and you go to the gym and you're kind of like sweaty and you're Lululemons and next thing you know, it's three hours later and you've, you know, got the kids to school and sitting down doing some work, or maybe is, am I the only person who does this? And you realize that, you know, like now you're sitting your Lululemons, you haven't had a shower and all of that bacteria is building up. So... That's not so great. Um, that can irritate your skin. It certainly irritates mine. So if I get, you know, any kind of redness, or you know, maybe even you break out a little bit because because of that. The best thing for it is definitely, um, a little bit of, a little bit of tea tree oil. And again, the Epsom salt bath, a Epsom salt that bonus that works with it is a fantastic way of, um, really, you know, reducing any kind of itch, any kind of pain and, you know, speeding the healing and preventing infection. So it helps with itch, it helps with pain and it helps with preventing an infection. Another thing in our house is that we are a whole bunch of O blood types, and O blood types have been proven to attract more mosquitoes. So, that is always a big issue. And when we get mosquito bites, um, you know, my little one, myself, my eldest, all of us, we tend to get big welts. So it's definitely something that I have to treat. And instead of buying the really expensive, um, you know, after bite stuff, which I've never found when I've used it at other people's houses that it worked very well. Um, and again, it's more chemical based. I just use a little bit of tea tree oil. It takes the sting out of it. And, when kids tend to itch these things, you know, so it takes the sting and it does take the itch away, but you know children, they like to get their fingers in there. um, So those things can often get infected easily and the tea tree oil does double duty and helps to prevent bug bites that children are itching from getting infected. So I also use it for that. The other item that I mentioned was, is apple cider vinegar. So again, apple cider vinegar is amazing because it actually helps to alkalize your body. And when you are in an alkalized state, that is a much healthier state. For example, we know that cancer only grows in an acidic Petri dish, right? So in an acid environment supports that. So we always want to be alkalizing our body with lots of vegetables. And of course, having some apple cider vinegar, vinegar in the morning with a large glass of water can really help with that. So it's great because it's alkalizing. The other great thing about apple cider vinegar is that if you have problems with digestion, if you have problems um, with constipation, if you have problems um, perhaps with acid reflux, apple cider vinegar can be a godsend. So when you drink apple cider vinegar in the morning, it actually stimulates your liver to produce bile, and bile is really important for your digestion. So that is one of the reasons why I have, you know, all my clients um, who can tolerate it um, have apple cider vinegar in the morning because it's great for your digestion, it's great for your liver, um, and that is super key for not having you know bloating and digestive issues the more that we can support healthy digestion and have your food digested digested um you know optimally the less discomfort you're going to have. So it's usually when your food is digested too slowly, you don't have enough bile, enough enzymes, enough hydrochloric acid that you're going to have more symptoms like bloating, um, like uh, heartburn, that type of thing. Okay. So that is what I use it for. It is also great for pimples. So if it's definitely Less irritating to the skin, I find personally, than tea tree oil. So if um, you know I'm out of tea tree oil or something that's usually my go-to, I will just use a little bit of apple cider vinegar. I usually have to use it a little bit more to get the same effect because it is more gentle. But if your skin is quite sensitive, that might be a great thing for it. Yesterday, I have to tell you, this is kind of why I decided to do this. My girlfriend and I went to the beach with the kids and I was lying on my stomach and I guess I haven't really tanned the backside of myself and it was really late in the day. It was like between four and five o'clock and I didn't have sunscreen on and I didn't really think about it that much because I always put sunscreen on my face and my chest um, and I just thought it was too late in the day. So anyway, silly me. Um, I actually did get a bit of a burn on my bum. And so when I got home, all I did was water down some apple cider vinegar with some water, put that on my burn, took the sting right out of it, and that was it. Today, I woke up, there's like really no burn to be seen, and it didn't bother me at all last night. Um, really effective um, astringent for helping to you know, get rid of that pain, that burn, um, and help to heal it even faster. Um, The other thing with apple cider vinegar is that it can help to really um, thin your um, mucus. So if you are ever dealing with, for example, sinus infections, I am somebody who is very prone to sinus infections. So one of the things that you want to do is really, you know, thin up that mucus, make sure you stay really, really hydrated. And another thing I do is that I take in a lot of apple cider vinegar. So the apple cider vinegar really helps um, to, you know, again, alkalize my body to help support my body's natural immune system, but to really thin out those that mucus so that. Um, my body has a better chance of clearing that sinus infection faster. Um, sore throat. There was one time I got to Mexico and I, you know, I don't know if you've ever had this, but you're kind of busy, busy, busy. You get on vacation and then the first day there you feel like, oh my God, I'm going to get sick. So this was a cool, a few years ago and I woke up and my glands in my neck were a little bit swollen and I was like, oh shoot, what am I going to do? So I was in Cancun and I went over to um, the shops there and the only health food store that they had was GNC. So there really wasn't a lot that I could pick up besides some vitamin C. And I was lucky they had some apple cider vinegar. So for a sore throat, um, I use apple cider vinegar to gargle. And that really just, again, it's antibacterial and it really just helps to kill any bacteria that might be sitting in my throat um, and is absolutely fantastic for that. I did that a few times that day and then I was completely fine the next day. You know, I went to bed, didn't have any alcohol or anything. The next morning I was 100% if you are ever feeling bloated. So not only is the apple cider vinegar a good thing to take before you eat to help with your digestion, it also really helps to balance blood sugar. It also helps to reduce your appetite. So if you take some water and some apple cider vinegar 20 minutes before you eat, it's gonna help your digestion, it's gonna reduce your appetite, and it's gonna help to balance your blood sugar. It's so, so key. But if you have a meal and you feel overfull and you feel bloated, again, a little bit of apple cider vinegar and water can absolutely help to reduce those those feelings and help your body to digest that food so that you don't have that um, that bloated feeling anymore. Um, the last thing that that I want to just touch on really brief is. Coconut oil. So coconut oil is something that you can use for cooking. I used it in my recipe for the tea tree oil. I use it for um, a moisturizer. It's fantastic after sunburn. It's also antiviral and antibacterial. It's a great defrizzer, as I mentioned. Um, And you can even use it, like if you get flyaways, you can put a little bit of coconut oil in your hand so that you can get rid of those. Um, It was also part of what I used for, to get rid of the lice, and it's a great natural lubricant. The only thing is, I'm pretty sure you can't use it with with condoms, um, because I don't think you can use anything oil-based with them, but it's a great personal lubricant as well. So that is, you know, my three top things that I always have in my house, and the bonus, those Epsom salts, All of these things are your typical everyday things that we often deal with. And this is just a way of doing it um, inexpensively, naturally, and really helping to support your body and, you know, kill a whole bunch of birds with one stone. So I hope that you enjoyed that. I hope you're having an absolutely fabulous summer. And until next time, have an amazing day. Always keep promises to yourself. And if this was helpful for you, please share and come back next week for another great episode.